Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff. And they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered. And that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, the 8th of February Good to have you aboard. We got a lot going on here. Even though we're right smack in the middle of the week, we are just, uh, we're what, four sleeps away now? Four sleeps away from the Super Bowl. Uh, Don't have a ton to do on the Super Bowl today. We're still going to be very NBA heavy. We got a lot going on NBA-wise. Our pal Israel Gutierrez is going to join us because the big story last night, of course, was LeBron James becoming the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA always seemed like a record that was never going to be broken, a record that was not possible to be broken. And LeBron still going strong. Like, it's it's amazing because 
it's not as if when he passes the record, he's he, like he's not compiling. He's not a compiler. Now, a compiler is someone who's sticking around and you're getting the numbers at the end of your career when you're not really a good player anymore. That's a compiler. LeBron has the record, and he's not even close to being a compiler yet, as evidenced by just last night alone where he breaks the record on a night that he scores 38 points. Needed 36, gets 38. We'll get right back to that in a second. Again, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 presented by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys if you're involved in any kind of accidents, if you got a personal injury, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. They've been behind me day number one. Those are my guys there, and they will take care of you if you have a problem. So Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-3733. I saw Springsteen was here. I didn't see him, but I saw that Springsteen was here last night at the Hard Rock Live. I totally would have wanted to go to that kind of show. I've seen Springsteen once. Really fun show. I, I, I get it why, you know, the hardcore Springsteen fans, I get why they love him. You know, it's the whole show's a sing-along. It's just hit after hit. He's easy to like Springsteen. But, uh, and, and I, like, he was always on my bucket list for a while, and I finally got to see him, like, five years ago, I think it was. My wife and I saw him at FLA Live Arena. Really fun show. I know a handful of the songs. That was actually, it was a great tour for me to go see Springsteen because that was the tour where Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine was touring with them. So that was really cool for me as a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. But, you know, and they played Ghost of Tom Joad, which Rage covers. But anyway, so fun show. I would have wanted to go last night, but that venue, and it's a phenomenal venue, Hard Rock Live. But they definitely pay so much. And it's a small venue, small theater. They definitely pay so much money to get the act to come to Hard Rock Live. And then they turn around to make the money back by charging just an exorbitant price for the ticket. Like, leading up to the show... And these are secondary prices, secondary market price, although I know the regular prices were super expensive, but cheapest ticket in the building, all the way up, you know, on, on the balcony, all the way up top, 800 bucks. That's for all, the, that's for sitting all the way up top, 800 bucks. I can't do it. And you know, you want to sit in the lower level, you're spending a couple thousand dollars if you want to sit in the mezzanine or the orchestra, whatever they call it, you know? So... I totally would have wanted to go to a show like Springsteen. I'm sure it was great. If you're listening right now, you probably had a great time last night. I mean, me, I I didn't do anything last night. I, I did nothing. There was nothing going on last night. No heat last night. No Panthers last night. Uh, I caught up a little bit. Of, I watched a little bit of NXT. Oh, Toxic Attraction. Oh, my God. So I and But last night, the story was LeBron James. LeBron was at the center of it all last night. And let me start by raising my hand here. As someone who is dead wrong. I I, got to tell you right off the bat. I got to be the first one to say it. I was dead wrong last night. And and, and it's one of those deals. You know like when you make a bet. And 
You lose the bet. Like, how did I see that coming? I'm so stupid. That's how I felt last night about LeBron breaking the record last night. How did I see that coming? He needed 36 points. I thought he was going to fall a little bit short of that. And he was going to wind up breaking it on Thursday against Milwaukee. He would score like six points in the first quarter and pass him. How anticlimactic, how, how anti-dramatic is that? I'm so stupid. How could I have thought that that's the way it was going to go down? Of course it went down like that last night. You think, you look at all, first of all, look at all the media that was in the building. There were so many, there was so much media, so many cameras, so many reporters. Look at all the celebrities that were in the building. You had Floyd Mayweather, you had Jay-Z, you had McEnroe, you had Dwayne Wade, you had Denzel. Okay, okay. Denzel's in the building last night. Denzel Washington is there. And you're telling me LeBron, and and LeBron's whole family, of course, LeBron can score 38 points on any given night, whenever he wants, and especially on a bad team like the Lakers, and at the same time, against kind of a bad team like Oklahoma City. He could score 38 every single night if he wants, and you're telling me all the people in the building, his family's out there, He's not scoring the 36 points to get the record last night? Of course he was. Like, I thought the whole time it was leading up to, he wants to do it against the Bucks, a really good team. Wants to do it against Giannis. Also wants to stick it to Kareem because you know he's got beef no matter how humble he was, and which is the way that you have to be. No matter how humble he was last night toward Kareem, he's got beef. He wants to do it against Kareem's old team, the Bucks. How in the world did I not think it was going to happen last night? And I'm glad it happened last night. Not even because, like, I'm glad it happened last night so we don't have to talk about this anymore. But that's not a big thing. for Like, what do, what do I care about that? It's something to talk about. I don't care about that. All right, good. We don't have to talk about this anymore. What the hell do I care? No, I'm glad it happened last night because it's so much better, right, for him to do it in a night that he scores, he eats 36, so he scores 38 than... He scores 30 last night and then surpasses, uh, you know, mid-first quarter when the score is like 20 to 18. Like, who the hell cares, you know? So, the way that it went down last night was super cool. Let me give you a little bit of it here, all right? Here is the call last night. TNT, Brian Anderson on the call. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history, and there it is! LeBron stands alone! The NBA's all-time scoring record now belongs to LeBron James! Great call there, Brian Anderson, TNT. The crowd's obviously going crazy. It was a cool shot that he hit it on, too. Like, you like that it wasn't a free throw, right? Or that it wasn't a, you know, I don't know, simple layup or something. I think the coolest, like, if you could have said to yourself, what's the best, I mean, game winner, obviously. This was late third quarter. What what was the best case scenario? Breakaway vintage LeBron slam, right? That's, that would have been the best case scenario as to how that record could have been broken. But like that, close game. He's having a huge night. Fadeaway jumper, difficult shot. I mean, Thomas Bryant was down low. He was boxing out. He had position. 
he was calling for the ball. LeBron's like, nah, I'm taking this shot. I want, I want that record, Thomas. I know you're working hard down there trying to get that position, but I'm taking the shot here. I mean, balls moved by Thomas Bryant calling for the ball down there. It was a cool shot that he hit it on, and, and then he had a really cool celebration. Now, look, you may be saying to yourself, Zazlo, I, I thought you hate LeBron. First of all, I, I would not say that I hate LeBron, all right? I just, I, I, I think he's super, not even I think, he's super hypocritical. I think he's phony. I don't like the person that he's become over the last however many years. You know, he was playing down here over 10 years ago he got here. 13 years ago he got here. Obviously, someone in their late 30s is a lot different than someone in their mid-20s. I'm a lot different. I'm in my early 40s. I'm a lot different now than I was in my early 30s, late 20s. He's not the same guy, all right? I'm not a fan of him off the floor. On the court, oh my God, he's phenomenal. You've never heard me say anything different. But off the court, I'm not a fan. But here's the thing. You you can't do the whole... Like, today's about celebrating LeBron. Today's about acknowledging that achievement last night, acknowledging everything that he's done for the game, what he's been for the game. Dude never gets in trouble. I mean, no matter what I think of him off the court, never gets into trouble. I mean, come on, you know? Like, he has a pristine resume in regards to, you know, if we're talking extracurricular activities and how he represents the league in that fashion, come on, amazing ambassador in that fashion. Today's not the day to be busting on LeBron. And I've seen some stuff on, on social media. You're stopping the game or in the middle of a game? You're doing a whole ceremony? Yeah. Yeah, you stop the game because it's the all-time scoring record in the history of the NBA. And by the way, a record that stood for, I think it was about 40 years. Yeah. You're stopping the game. Like, if, if you're... If you're complaining about them stopping the game and interrupting the flow, you're legitimately being an asshole. Like, you're, you're, you're just finding any reason to be upset with everything LeBron James related. Don't be stupid. Of course they stopped the game. Now, I was wondering this, and I said this to Evan Cohen yesterday, who was on our show. By the way, if you didn't listen yesterday, we did like a full-on Miami Heat trade deadline preview show yesterday, me and Evan Cohen, he's hosting the real NBA trade deadline show tomorrow on SiriusXM NBA Radio, along with Brian Geltziler from 2 to 4 p.m., but we had him on yesterday, and we did a whole thing, so you can go back and listen to that, it's not dated, at least not yet, it's not dated, nothing's happened, I mean, he traded Dwayne Dedman, but, and we'll, we'll get to a little bit of that, but who cares, so go back and listen to that, that was from yesterday's episode, that was from Wednesday's episode, but I said this to him yesterday, like, here, here was something to think about. Not being upset at them stopping the game for a little ceremony with 10 seconds left in the third quarter, all right? That's nothing. That worked out really well. Because what if it was with 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter of a close game? You're going to stop the game and do a whole ceremony? Like, that was a legitimate question that I had yesterday. And I don't know if you saw, but they actually had, like, rules... For this scenario. And apparently. If he break, if he broke the record. With under a minute to go. And it's a six point game. They will not stop the game. That's interesting. My first thought was. Alright so if it's. 
with like 30 seconds to go and it's a seven point game. We are going to stop the game. Like that's kind of weird. There was, I, I know seven points is three possessions, but I would have said two minutes would have been like the barometer one minute. I think that's too close. It's too close a game, too close to the finish line. I would have said we're not stopping it within two minutes left in the game. But they did have a scenario there where they were not going to stop the clock. It didn't come down to that. It was a really cool scene last night. Today's about celebrating LeBron and everything that he's done for the game. Come on. You know, you, you, could, you could be a LeBron hater. You still got to acknowledge. Last night was cool. Never thought I would see that record broken. Never thought. Now, there are records in sports, you know, the, uh, you know, like, the hit streak in Major League Baseball is, nev- is likely never going to be broken. Consecutive games played streak in baseball is likely never going to be broken. Like baseball is the sport that has those records where it's likely never going to be broken. Uh, Pete Rose, the hit king, that's likely never going to be broken. In football, all these records are totally breakable. But in basketball, and with Gretzky, you know, in hockey, Ovechkin, you know, he's going to get the all-time goals record. But Gretzky's all-time points record is untouched. Like, Ovechkin doesn't have the all-time goals record yet, right? Boy, I should look at that now. Now, 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 so I don't want to feel stupid. Now I'm going to feel stupid, all right? Does Ovechkin have the all-time goals record? Because the point that I was making there was nobody is ever going to pass Gretzky's all-time points record. That's never going to happen. Let's see here. All-time NHL league. I... Look, I want to be accurate here, all right? Uh, I don't want to steer you guys in the wrong direction. All right, let's see. Goals, career. Yeah, Ovechkin's still behind him. Oh, he's still actually well behind him. I should have known that off the top of my head, but I know he was close again. He's 82 goals behind Gretzky, so he's... <coughs> he could do it next season. I mean, he's still scoring like 40, 50 goals a season. So at most, he's two years away. Ovechkin will pass Gretzky eventually, a couple years from now, on the all-time goals list. He's never going to pass him on the all-time points list. Like, points list, uh, Ovechkin is way down the list, actually. He's 17th. Number two all-time points is Yarmir Yager. You want to know how many points he's... Like, this is probably the most untouchable record in all of sports. Gretzky total points. Gretzky's number one. Yarmir Yager number two. The next active player is Crosby at 15. Let me put into a little bit of context here. Crosby at 15th is only 50% of the way. Gretzky has 2,857 points. Crosby, 1,470. No one is ever going to catch Gretzky all-time points. And Yarmir Yager, who's number two, Finished his NHL career. He still plays overseas, by the way, Yager. Yager finished his NHL career 900 points behind Gretzky. It's the... Ovechkin's going to get the goals record. But all-time points record? That's got to be the most untouchable in all of sports. 56 consecutive games with a hit in Major League Baseball. I don't remember what the number was for all-time consecutive games played. We all know it was Cal Ripken. Kevin Costner almost screwed that up. Go uh, Google the story if you don't know it. Gretzky's record is the all-time most unbreakable, right? 
But I feel like I probably once felt that way about Kareem. Especially when Carl Malone, Carl Malone in 2004 retires, he was about two seasons away from breaking it. Malone could have broken it. And he just dipped. And it's not even like Malone was washed, although it it was really the first year of Malone's career in 2004. It was really the first year of his career where he was like, where 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 he, he he was injured, he he just couldn't stay healthy, and I guess he was like, "F this, I'm I'm just not gonna play anymore." And so at that point, it's like, ah, oh, it's it's never gonna happen. No one's ever gonna break it. So amazing job, I'm really cool last night. Today's not the day to hate on LeBron whatsoever. You got You got to throw the love out there. A- amazing still today. Amazing player on the floor, even still today. Let 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 me get you the Lakers call. Here's John Ireland on the Lakers radio network. Westbrook's got it just inside half court. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! Oh, hail! The new king in town! Young and old, gather round! From one iconic Laker to another. The king, LeBron James, has passed the captain! And LeBron now stands alone as the NBA's all-time leading scorer. 38,338 points and counting. LeBron stands alone at the top. The game has been stopped as LeBron signals to his family to come onto the court. And everybody on their feet at Staples Center. Great call. What do you expect? Yeah, come on. They're all excited. So they stopped the game. Like I said, cool shot. Fade away. Difficult shot to hit close game. 10 seconds left in the third quarter. That game, 36. He only finished with third. By the way, Lakers lost the game. They lost 133-130. LeBron only had two points in the fourth quarter. I would imagine probably really drained at that point. That's a very big emotional situation. And uh, LeBron had the microphone on the floor. Uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight, so fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Oh, what a moment. Look, sometimes you, you got to let the expletives fly. It's a very big moment, all right? Hey, you can't blame LeBron in that spot. Let me give you a little bit of LeBron post game here, uh, looking back on the night's festivities. How does it hit you to sit atop that scoring mountain? Um, I don't think it has. I don't think it has hit me. Um, you know, I had a moment, you know, obviously when it happened and, and embracing that moment and seeing my family and my friends and, you know, uh, people that has been, you know, around me since I started this journey, um, even before the NBA. So, you know, I definitely had a moment right there, very emotional, just to, you know, knowing just, you know, me being from a, a kid from a small town in Ohio and, and uh, you know, you know, I had a moment there, but I don't think it's really hit me on what what just transpired. Um, um, as much as I tried to live in the moment, it was kind of a blur. Um, you know, but you know, looking back there and seeing my seeing my guys back there and being you know out there on the floor with my kids and my wife, and my mom, you know, um, you know, it's just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really cool feeling. So there you go. That was a little, gave you a couple of the calls, a television call, the Lakers radio call, LeBron on the floor, LeBron after the game. 
And uh, today certainly a day to celebrate LeBron and everything he's accomplished in his career and is still accomplishing. You know, that, that just like every rebound that uh, Udonis Haslam grabs, that's a new Miami Heat record, all-time franchise record holder for total rebounds, every point LeBron scores now. That's going to add to the record. And, I, I mean, look, it's that, that number is nowhere close to coming to an end. Still so good at 38 years old. It's, it's crazy. I mean, there were times we thought when, when, when LeBron went back to Cleveland, where it's like, yeah, we got the best version of LeBron, which, which I do believe we got the best version of LeBron. But it's like, yeah, they're, they're going to get LeBron on the downside. Nope. Cleveland did not get LeBron on the downside. And I guess the Lakers are getting LeBron on the downside, except he's averaging 30 points per game. So, amazing. Today is the day, like I said, to celebrate LeBron. One thing I do want to bring up, you know, and I know this comparison has been made on social media, and I've made this comparison when it comes to pro wrestling as well. You know, you look at LeBron. He's got the ball. That final sequence there where he breaks the record late third quarter. And you got, you got the shots. You know, you got the good camera shot where it's LeBron and you got the basket in the background. <coughs> Excuse me. And you got the crowd in the background as well. It's a really cool looking shot. You know what the part about that shot that's not cool? Everyone holding up their phones. Everyone holding up their phones. That's the part that's not cool. And then you see it side by side, people posted on social media. You see it side by side with Michael Jordan's final shot with the Bulls, 1998 Game 6 NBA Finals. Same kind of camera angle, some taking a jumper, you got the crowd in the background, and everyone's just into it and living in that moment. And I've made this point many a times with pro wrestling. The pro wrestling crowd, is so, especially WWE, is so different now. Where the crowds used to just be crazy at pro wrestling, so a big event happens, big something, a big moment happens, a big star comes out of the dressing room, so much cheering and yelling and the arms and jumping up and down. Now you gotta hold up that phone. Everyone's got the phones. You don't have as much cheering now. You don't have the jumping up and down. Your phone's gonna be you know wobbling all over the place. Same thing last night. And it really hurt the professional wrestling crowd. Because professional wrestling's at its greatest when the crowd is into it. And last night, these people aren't living in the moment. Be in the moment. Everyone's got to have their phone out because I guess they're going to be sitting around one day saying, oh, let me go on my phone and watch that, you know, 20-second video I took a LeBron break in the record. It's going to be... You know, it's not really good sound, and I'm kind of far away, but let me watch it. Rather than just being there and cheering and fist-pumping and high-fiving and jumping up and down. And, and you know what? We're never going to go back to the way it was. I don't want to sound like an old man, but like I'm right here, right? And it's not as if you can't, you're, for the rest of your life, forever, you're going to be able to go back and watch LeBron break in that moment. Go on YouTube right now. Go on ESPN.com right now. You go wherever you want right now. And you can watch the replay on your phone. You could, wherever you are in whatever moment, you could always go back and watch it. Wouldn't you have rather just be in the moment than holding up your phone and watching it? Because, you know, you got, if you're going to take the video, you better make it good. Wouldn't you rather watch the game 
than watching it through your phone because you're trying to take a good video? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But we're, we're never going back to the way it was before. You know, Evan Cohen brought this up on the show yesterday as well when we were talking about Kyle Lowry, Goran Dragic, and he mentioned LeBron James, how he's going to have his jersey retired by the Heat one day. That's already, like, I think all of us have come to the realization that, yes, that's going to happen one day, and it's completely appropriate as well, no matter what I think of LeBron James, it's completely appropriate, but if you had any kind of doubt, he's the NBA's all-time leading scorer. The Heat are retiring his jersey, all right? The NBA's all-time leading scorer played in his prime for the Heat, and they won two championships. They're retiring his jersey. So, I was wondering, though, yesterday, if we weren't, now we're, you know, we're a day away, yesterday two days away, if we weren't so close to the NBA trade deadline, I wonder if Pat Riley would have been at the game yesterday. I feel like he would have. But I don't think he has all that time to be away from the business that the Heat need to conduct right now to be at that game. Like, if that game was last week, I think Riley's there. All the stars, all the Laker greats. Wade was there. I think if that game was last week, Riley's there. And it's a great look, too, for Riley and the Heat if Riley were there last night. I think if the Heat didn't have to conduct all of their business right now, because I believe that they got to conduct that business, got to find a way to get rid of this Kyle Lowry. I think if the game was last week, Riley's there. It would have been cool if he was there last night, but I, I, I just don't think he's able to get away at this point. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Hey, I got to tell you guys, if you're looking for a spot to watch the Super Bowl, all right, you know my spot is Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, all right? We're talking great food, mahi tacos, fish and chips. You know I love the shepherd's pie. Come on now, a prime rib. Yeah, the prime rib special just a couple nights ago Monday night. Today, actually, Wednesday, it's fish and chip special. Last night, mahi tacos. That's why those are at the top of my mind. They got these... Egg rolls, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls that I love, but so many craft beers, craft beers on tap, and live music every single day at Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach, world's greatest upscale dive bar. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic, but park behind the Briny. Don't park in the pay lot on the north side. Park behind the Briny, which is south side, all right? 
and they'll validate your tag. You will not have to pay for parking. You walk on the beach, you jump back into the briny, you have yourself some drinks. Like I said, great food, great drinks, live music every night at the briny. And if you're there between 4 and 7 p.m., that's happy hour, all right? 4 to 7 p.m. is the briny hour, world's greatest upscale dive bar, great place for the Super Bowl this weekend, briny Irish pub, Pompano Beach. So we're an NBA-heavy show today. Obviously, LeBron is the major story. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by our beer of choice, Johnny Cuba. European roots with a Caribbean soul. Start your evening with a refreshing German lager in a can. I mean, come on. What's more Miami than Johnny Cuba? Pick up a six-pack at Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco, Emots. I love when you guys send me the videos. Yesterday, I got another one. You send me the video of you guys trying Johnny Cuba for the first time. I then post it on my Instagram, of course, where I'm an influencer. I love that. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Joining us here is our pal, ESPN's Israel Gutierrez. Israel, good to have you aboard as always. I wanted to make sure that I got someone on the show today so that we could talk about LeBron from last night. Uh, I Were you as stupid as me? I was so stupid where <laughs> it, he's, he's not going to get it last night. I mean, look, he can get 36 points if he wants on any given night, but he's not going to get it last night because he wants to get it against Milwaukee on Thursday. And then you see, like, I was so stupid. It's so much better the way it went down last night where he can have a huge game rather than break it in, like, the first quarter on his third basket of the game and you see all the people who were in attendance last night Israel there was no way he wasn't breaking the record last night I was so stupid I was I was stupider than you uh because I thought the exact same thing (laughs) and I just thought it was a matter of like hey it's uh I'd rather get it done early in the game than late right and then once I'm not even gonna lie once I saw Dwayne Wade was there I was like hell were we thinking like of course if there's even a chance that he's gonna break it on this night then he's gonna break it on this night because all these damn people are here and yeah once his like his people were there his boys from Akron his you know when when I saw the black outfit that he wore like you know to show up that suit I was like how about the headphones Israel he had the headphones with the points on them well, I mean, that was official, official. That's when you knew. But, like, it was it was dumb to, of, of me and you, apparently. So dumb. Uh, to, to think that he wouldn't do it on this first try. Do you think that if we weren't so close to the trade deadline, like, if this game was last week, do you think Pat Riley would have been there? No. Really? No. <laughs> I do not really? think that Pat Riley would have been there. Because it's the um, Lakers, you know? It's not, it's not at a random game, like, it's LeBron. It's the Lakers. You got Laker greats. Uh, Riley, Coach Kareem. I thought he'd have been there if it wasn't so close to the deadline. No, I, I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that has um, sort of, you know, melted or whatever, the, the little iciness between them or whatever. I just don't think it would have been sort of top of his list to go celebrate the guy who passed Kareem. Like, yeah, it's Kareem's mm-hmm. his guy. And, you know, Kareem's there. It doesn't really matter. And, um, you know, if it was, if it was Alonzo, if it was Dwayne, maybe. But uh, I don't know if it's LeBron, if he's going out of his way to go out there. I thought everyone was reaching last. Like, I know there's beef with Kareem and LeBron, but I, I thought everyone was really... I, I, I thought everyone was reaching last night with, with Kareem. Oh, look at him. He's miserable. He's just an old man. Oh, the Kareem part, I don't really wasn't reading into his body language. I just thought it was obvious that LeBron's still annoyed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, sure. and should be, frankly, because, you know... 
I mean, I, I'm not saying that Kareem was wrong in saying what he said, but if I was LeBron, I too would be annoyed for him to call me out like that. Um, but yeah, you're talking about you're two. talking about when Kareem has called him out for being hypocritical. Yeah, basically for yeah. being on again, off again with his activism yeah. and not really having a, a focused, you know, uh, sort of stance. And so I think that, again, while it was fair and I think it's it's a fair criticism of LeBron, I don't know if if, you know, Le- Kareem saying it probably hurt LeBron a little extra. Does, uh, you know, I, I don't want to do whole, you know, all this legacy talk with you. All right. Mm-hmm. But. You know, everyone used to or everyone always is going to be able to throw the whole Michael Jordan, six championships. LeBron's never going to get six. All right. Uh, but but now, you know, Michael Jordan's never the all time leading scorer in the history of the league. So what, what do you think that does as far as that argument goes? Um, you know, I don't think a lot of people were elevating Kareem because he was the leading scorer in the league. They would have to make the argument just because of his ability as a player. And so I don't. Like, I'm kind of, I think it was Dirk who said, you know, I've always picked MJ, but um, if LeBron is the all-time leading scorer, it's gonna, I'm going to run out of arguments for MJ. And I think it's going to be a never-ending argument because it's never going to be about accolades necessarily. It's always going to be about who I want. And then the only accolade or the only number that people are going to point to with Michael is 6-0 and and, you know, six NBA uh, finals, MVP, yada, yada. And so I don't think it's ever going to get to something where, you know, you just look at the numbers and say, oh, he's the best one. But in terms of a resume, in terms of a career, in terms of like impact, legacy, like all that stuff, LeBron is I think it's an easy look, like an easy argument uh, for LeBron as the most, you know, accomplished NBA player. Uh, and he's still got probably another five years to go. And so, like, I know if I'm a Miami Heat fan, I'm saying to myself, I really hope he doesn't even win number five because then for the rest of time, you got to say, hey, he won the most with the Heat. And that only took him four years to do it. But outside of that, yeah, I don't think he needs to do anything else for that that resume to be complete. You know, I was just saying before we brought you on, what really bums me out about sports these days and, and I bring this point up a lot when it comes to pro wrestling as well. You know, you look at the crowd, man, and everyone's got their phones out. Instead of the, you know, <laughs> fist pumping and high-fiving and cheering and jumping up and down. I mean, those people must have paid so much money, Israel, to be there and not watch the moment through a camera. And just everyone's mm-hmm. got their phone out. like, I, And we're never going back, by the way. We're never going to go back to the way that it used to be. So it's a totally right. moot argument that I'm bringing up. But it's, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get the idea. Like, I'm okay with taking your phones out and sort of, like, acknowledging or recording that you were there, right? Like, hey, this was the game. I was there. And then but put nobody's it away. Gonna, right, nobody's going to grab your phone and say, hey, let me see LeBron shot through your phone. Right. I've seen the shot already. It hasn't even been 24 hours. And I saw it in perfect high angle. definition with the greatest yeah. cameras available. Yeah. But I like every possible angle. I do not need to see yours. Congrats. You were there. Like, that's all I need. Show me the ticket. Fantastic. But I don't need the video. So save your time and save your battery and save the moment and just watch it. And so, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I think there are times where you record. Like, if you're at a concert, I record things to, to like sort of almost relive it with the music and all that stuff. Uh, and also because there's not a bunch of posts of, you know, this particular performance in mm-hmm. certain places. But at, at that game, like that was. That was annoying to look at, but yeah. you're right. Like, we're never going back. Yeah, I just, I don't get it, man. Uh, I never, I always felt that this record was one that would never be broken. It seemed 
Kareem just seemed so far ahead of everyone. I mean, hell, it stood for 40 years. So that just goes mm-hmm. to show you. I never thought this would be like, I, we're actually, we actually are saying now for the first time, first time in my life, I'm saying that Kareem is not the NBA's all-time leading scorer. I've never lived in a world where that wasn't the case. That's kind of crazy. Uh, What do you think is the most unbeatable record in sports? Because, you know, the the, the one that I've come to, and, and I think it's so far and away the most unbeatable, is Gretzky. Gretzky's all-time points, and if I could put into a little bit of context for you here, Israel, Gretzky's all-time points, not goals, goals and assists we're talking about, so Mm all-time points. Gretzky has 28,000-something to put into context. The next active player is Sidney Crosby. He's 15th. He's halfway there. Yeah. So um, one of the things that – so with Kareem, his longevity – and his unstoppable shot and his size mm-hmm. is what allowed him to 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 get that record, right? Um, he just had a shot you couldn't stop. And I don't think that, in- obviously, it didn't inspire people to shoot the jump hook because nobody shot the sky hook ever again, really. But it didn't inspire somebody to say, hey, I can be the next leading scorer in the NBA. Why? Because not everybody's seven foot three or however tall Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is. So you just thought to yourself, hey, I mean, at least certainly up until like the Jordan era uh you said for the so basically for the first uh you know through the jordan era for like for the first 10 15 years of that record you just thought hey it's probably because some big man's gonna have to dunk 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 in order to get that record Mm -hmm. nobody can maintain that well i think what lebron has shown us is that um longevity over time can be maintained if you take care of yourself you don't have to be a uh a seven foot four animal Uh, i don't say i don't want to say animal that's mean but like it's just it's unusual to be that that size um you don't have to be that big to do it, right? And so what LeBron is currently doing and what MJ did a little bit before him as well is inspiring people that to players that they can do pretty much anything, right? So I wouldn't be shocked if you get a player out, coming out of high school soon, you know, an 18-year-old in the next five years who's just ready, who's just coming out the box averaging 25 a game. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, if he keeps his body right, if he does, you know, uh, everything LeBron did to maintain his his body, then yeah, that can be broken as well. So I don't think that it's unbreakable anymore, but that's more of a tribute to LeBron himself because, you know, the whole idea that he's not even a scorer, which is nonsense, of course he's a scorer, but <laughs> that he's not even a scorer and he's the all-time record-breaking uh, scorer, well, I think that makes people believe that, hell yeah, I mean, I think I can do that. I don't think that's unbreakable. And, you know, if you're some six, seven, six, eight basketball savant coming up as a 12, 13-year-old, you're thinking... I don't know. I feel like I can do that. So it, it, it's weird that even though it's going to feel more unbreakable um, with LeBron once he's finally retired four or five years from now, I it's going to feel to me more reachable because of that. Because I don't think that there's not going to be the next LeBron eventually or the next, you know, ridiculous scorer where you're just shocked that he can put up those kind of points. In terms of the record, like I think that Gretzky one seems crazy, but I don't think anybody since Gretzky has sort of like motivated hockey players to be or to do that and so i think it's just going to sit there until you know hockey becomes important enough to somebody's life and be like i think i can do that um to me i think in basketball i think uh john stockton's assist record is probably the one that's not going to go because you're talking about a guy coming into the league i did these numbers recently like having like a 15 16 year career 
where you're averaging right out the box 11 and a half assists yeah. and maintaining that throughout your career and playing 15, 16, like I, that, that one, I just don't, I don't see happening. Yeah. Second, second place on that list is Jason Kidd. And he is that he ended his career thousands, like 5,000 behind John Stockton, like not even close yeah. to the game is it. just a little bit different too. Like you can hunt assists if you want, but I don't know who's making a career out of that anymore. Well, Rondo kind of made a career out of that, and he's nowhere close to the top of that list. Right. Like Tyrese Halliburton's a young guy who is averaging, you know, in the in the double figures now. And you just you project forward. You go ahead and do the math on that. And it's it, it's not easy. It's not going to be easy for him. And he's going to have to be like, you know, John Stockton-esque for the rest of his career. And I don't know if I see that. So for folks who are listening right now, you know, we're we're doing this. It's uh, late morning on Wednesday. So I don't know if you're listening tonight. Maybe it's maybe it's Wednesday night, maybe even Thursday morning. You're listening here. I don't know. Maybe the Heat have made a blockbuster trade. Maybe they've shipped out Kyle Lowry. So, uh, you know, God willing. So you'll have to excuse me if we're, we're dated on that. Do you foresee the Heat being able to pull off something big like that over the next, I guess, right now? We're talking like 30 hours, 29 hours. Well, we've gotten to asking God to move Kyle Lowry. That's interesting. We need his help. (laughs) Um, I would say, uh, first of all, I'd say we're good with Andy Ellisberg. We don't need God. (laughs) Um, And I I do think that if they are, I I was intrigued. Again, hopefully this doesn't sound old, but uh, I was wondering, you know, when I saw he'll miss the next few games with a knee injury, if that's sort of, you know, Kyle's camp saying, no, no, I'm not trying to go anywhere and let's make this as difficult oh. as possible for you to get traded, uh, for, oh. for you to trade me. Uh, I, that's the first thing that came to mind. And yeah. so I just, I have a hard time believing that the team that is going to trade for Kyle trusts in his ability to help them. And so that's why I feel like Pat is kind of handcuffed on this one. Um, you know, the whole report about uh Deadmond and and Duncan Robinson and a pick getting them something I think is obviously out the door because Deadman is gone to the Spurs and mm-hmm. so it just feels like they're setting up to do something um, but the idea that it's going to be something major I don't know they probably have like two or three sort of tiered trades potentially set up for them and are obviously swinging for the big one and and you know we'll have to settle for B or C but I, I think they're going to get something done I don't think you go through the offseason uh, swinging and missing the way they did and then you know sit here with a team that you're confident with confident about and not sort of make the improvement but again it requires a trade partner and I don't know if if that person is out there that team is out there to really sort of help Miami out for lack of a better term but I do know that you know there's a good amount of teams that are that are looking to sell and um, looking to get in you know this lottery and so maybe you know maybe we'll be surprised come Thursday. Do you think any big names will be moved? I mean, what, depending on what you consider big names, I think one of the big names in Toronto will be moved, whether it's OG okay. or Siakam or something like that. I think that's going to be a move. I think that's where you're looking to make uh, mm-hmm. you know, a big move, a team like that that's looking to just sell some parts. But um, I don't think like of the contenders, you're going to see a huge name like if you were to go back a couple of weeks and, you know, you could talk me into maybe the Golden State Warriors would say, all right, I think we're done with Draymond. Let's see if anybody will take him. And then you see a sort of Draymond for Pascal Siakam type of deal. But I don't see that happening either. And so, you know, the biggest name, Kyrie, already moved. I don't think KD is going to move. I think KD will take his chances with what, uh, you know, what Brooklyn has built around him and what the Eastern Conference has. Because, again, re- actually, regardless of conference, I just don't think there's a runaway 
um, favorite. And so I think KD can convince himself, hey, I'd rather not be chaotic for the rest of the season. I'd rather I just I agree. stay put. What what did you think of the Kyrie Irving trade from both sides there? And the second part of that question, which is kind of a loaded question, is Dallas a good franchise? <laughs> um, the first part, look, I, I think anything with Kyrie has to just be discussed in two different sort of scenarios. Like one being if we're going to see for some reason a sort of – different version of Kyrie one we're not used to one who's more stable in his sort of just ability and you know what he says in terms of not causing oh, waves yesterday not, wasn't uh, a great start no it wasn't and so that's why my I very rarely have that conversation because what evidence do we have that that's ever going to happen right I think we've seen what we're going to see with Kyrie and you know some organization's going to have to go full cover for him and say hey um whatever bro like we're just gonna try to win a championship with this and i think dallas might be the type of organization to do that because and this is sort of answering your second question is i think what dallas is is an organization that swings a lot and just misses a lot more than than a team with that sort of high profile and owner uh has normally right so i think this was his way of saying man like i think i might have to settle for like the draft and damaged goods in order to be able to build what I want. And what he wants is another damn champion. And so um, I think it's uh, a flawed organization. I think it's one that wants, you know, wants to be the Spurs and the Heat and the Lakers and the Celtics, but um, maybe try to skip, skip some steps to get there. I'm not sure. Because like, if you look back in, in Dirk Nowitzki, like he was one of the most, like people loved Dirk Nowitzki like people on opposing teams loved how good he was they 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 copied him um his moves and everything else but they never really got the players like in their prime necessarily to play with them a lot of the a lot of the you know the 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 rosters in his tenure can be questioned and so and how it was built or the decisions that were made whatever and so yeah I think it's you know for the for an organization that has a very sort of hands-on owner um I think it's, you know, pretty typical where it's just like, yeah, they can be up, they can be down, um, they can win championships, but they it's almost like they want to fast forward through things and skip some steps on the way. And that's never going to really establish you as like a stable franchise. Let me throw in a, a Super Bowl question here before we let you get out of here. Is is this game a must win? <laughs> can you like media day to me? used to be a day where the media can get some work done and now it's just another event where we can see these guys' faces and people can throw these awkward me- like it doesn't make any sense like it's more of the blurring of the lines of what actually media is because people think that this is like this is what that is no it used to be so you're embarrassed by this this is embarrassing embarrassed but don't call it media day just call it a circus call it whatever you want it uh, but don't call it a media day because we're not getting any work done there. Now all we're doing is like sort of scouring the internet to see who got asked the most stupid question and maybe somebody screwed up with their answer. And it's just like, it's it's ridiculous. Are you watching The Last of Us? No, I haven't gotten there yet, in large part because I'm not an apocalypse sort of zombie movie guy or TV show guy. And so I need to be convinced. Like, I never watched The Walking Dead. 
So I need to be convinced that this is worth my time. And I'm not so convinced anymore with every HBO show is going to be great. I haven't watched it yet, but I mean, I, I keep hearing everyone's like, you know, the last of us, you got to watch it, you know? So I, I don't know, like I'm kind of conflicted. Maybe I'll eventually get around to it. You know, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a little, it's funny to me because having not seen a second of it, yeah. like the, the discussion of like, Oh, there was a secret gay love story that they forced you into watching. Cause they didn't tell you about it till the end. I'm just like, why do we have and, to be told about it? What's that about? Well, yeah. Like what, is it is it are we really at the point where it's that shiny? I need to be prepared like, are, for it. On. Like, oh my god, there's only a few people left in the world. Yeah, <laughs> some of them are still gonna be gay. <laughs> That's weird. I gotta be prepared. Yeah, listen, if there's gonna be a gay love story, you better tell me before I watch this show. I <laughs> yeah, I know my eyes, my eyes are burning. Why did I see that? <laughs> I watched Walk at the Cabin. Are you in on Shyamalan movies or are you out on Shyamalan? Um, well. I told him to his face that I loved his movies, but what? to be honest, I, <laughs> he's a big Sixers fan, so he's yeah, on the he's side a Philly guy, yeah. a lot. But um, I haven't, like, I don't remember the last good one that I saw. I think I watched The Village, and I think I was like, oh, okay, I get like it. one of the worst movies ever, terrible. Yeah, movie. and then so I, that's why I was kind of like, all right, I think I'm, I think I'm out until somebody tells me that it's great. So yeah, I was I'm, out, and I'm back on board now. I got back on board last year with old. Uh, I had mm-hmm. to find out why they were getting old. So it sucked me back in. We went and saw it, <laughs> and I liked it. And we saw, and I saw Walk at the Cabin last weekend, which I also enjoyed. Uh, I'm back in on Shyamalan, man. He sucked me back in. <laughs> Baby. Because I was out on uh, him for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine somebody sort of striking out that often. Oh. And then just coming back and hitting a home. But then again, like, if he keeps getting chances, then, you know, he's got to get something good. Well, it got to a point where they weren't putting his name. Like, the movie Split, I believe, which is a great movie. James McAvoy, Anya Taylor-Joy. That they, I don't believe his name was in the beginning credits. They were, like, hiding his name because he was kind of, like, toxic, you know? No one has seen his movies anymore. And that ended up actually being a great movie, Split. And now, I guess... Movie studios are giving him money again to make movies. Speaking of his name, if you were to go up to M. Night Shyamalan, like, how would you, like, oh, what, what do I call say? him? Yeah, what would you call him? Because I would, wow. I didn't say his name at all. But I was just like, what should I say? Should I say Mr. Shyamalan? Because then I, I feel like he, we're either the same age or he's younger than me. And I feel like that's a stupid thing to say. And so I was like, should I call him M? What is the M? No, no, for? I, I think, know that. I think, I think you can call him Knight. Because mm. we didn't call Wayne Huizenga H. Was it H. Wayne Huizenga? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not, yeah. Well, Knight just also does. It's a cool ass name. But does you feel like he goes around on the date like his family members don't call him Knight, right? I think that they might. Yeah. Why not? Huh. I think that they might. Or I mean, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Where you just walk by me like, yo, Shyamalan. What up, man? <laughs> I think you could probably do that. That one, yeah. If I said it like that, yeah. yeah yo, Shyamalan, what up, though? You could do that. <laughs> you could do that. Or I could just go up to him and be like, oh, Mr. Shyamalan, ciao. No, that doesn't <laughs> really work. <laughs> it, Israel, tell everyone when we're going to see you on television again. Uh Oh, well, I have to fill in on Around the Horn tomorrow because one of our panelists went ill. So uh, not serious. At least I hope not. But uh, okay. tomorrow you'll see me on Around the Horn. All right, there you go. Hopefully talking about a a very dramatic heat win over the Indiana Pacers because that's the only way that's going to get on. Hopefully we're talking about a dramatic heat trade.
All right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Nobody cares about the game tonight. We care about making a trade and shipping Kyle Lowry out of here. That's what's most important. I don't know. Listen, a couple of days ago, you guys were, well, I say you guys, the Heat were too clear of the Knicks, and now they're tied with the Knicks. So yep. you need that separation from the Knicks. It's the most important thing in the world. Good job, Israel. <laughs> Appreciate you as always, man. Thank you. All right, Zaz. Have a good one. Excellent job, as always, by our pal Israel Gutierrez there. So we've done a lot of NBA today, a lot of NBA yesterday. We're, of course, leading to the trade deadline tomorrow. Can the Heat find a way to ship out Kyle Lowry? You don't like what Israel had to say there. Yeah, Lowry's missing the game tonight. The Heat are at Indiana. That's at 7.30. Your pals Eric Reed, John Karate, of course, on the show. Karate, I think on the call, I think Karate's going to be on the show tomorrow. We haven't talked. I don't think we've had Karate on Zaslow show 2.0 yet. All right, so that's something to look forward to. The, the Heat, though, one game tonight until the trade deadline tomorrow. No Kyle Lowry, so no Victor Oladipo either. Kyle Lowry apparently is going to miss the next three games, and you hate what Israel said there, that maybe that's Kyle Lowry's camp just being like, yeah, we're not going to let you trade us, so we're going to we're, we're gonna be hurt right now. Our knee is bothering us. We got to miss a few games. You, you hate that that is quite possibly true. It may be completely false, but it could totally be true. Yesterday's poll question, very controversial poll question. Let me get to that in a second here. I'll tell you what's not controversial. If you're not feeling well, Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. I told you a couple nights ago, my son, ear infection as it turns out. So what do we do? We called 786-577-9302. It was the evening. Can't go to the doctor in the evening. They're closed. We don't want to go to the emergency room because we're going to wait forever and the copay is going to be outrageous. Doctors on call 365 came to our house that night. Dr. Alon came right over. We got amoxicillin for my son. He's already feeling so much better. That's why I love Doctors on Call 365. You're getting convenient, personal service, the comfort of your own home, your office, wherever you're at. Call 786-577-9302 or go online, doctorsoncall365.com. They treat children, adults, the elderly, all of Broward County, all of Miami-Dade County, Southern Palm Beach as well. There's self-pay right now, but there is Medicare, private insurance coming soon. But like I told you, you go to your local urgent care, you go to the ER, you're going to wait for hours, you're going to pay more with your copay than you are out of your pocket. Doctors on call 365. 786-577-9302. So, yesterday, very controversial poll question. Have you ever wanted a player traded at the deadline more than Kyle Lowry? And, you know, a lot of the responses, Hassan Whiteside, Dion Waiters, Duncan Robinson... But you got to remember, and, and those are those are fair answers, but we're talking trade deadline, in season. Have you ever wanted a player shipped out more than Kyle Lowry? And the winner with 64% of the vote, no. Zaslow Show 2.0 listener, 64% of you have never wanted a player traded at the deadline more than you want Kyle Lowry out of here by tomorrow. I'm one of those 64%. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. You know we how we do it. Every show we wrap up with some of the hot stories. Big deal or not a big deal. How about today? Alonzo Mourning's 53rd birthday. Still looks awesome. All-time great Miami Heat player. I love that guy so much. I mean, come on. Game 6, 2006 NBA Finals. He only played 12 minutes that game. It was like the best 12 minutes he's ever played in his life. He was phenomenal 
that clinching Game 6. How about Game 6 in the 1997 Eastern Semis? He hits the three-pointer Madison Square Garden, forcing the Knicks to come back for Game 7. The Heat come all the way back from a 3-1 deficit. Zoe hits the three. He stands right there at center court, yells the crowd, Yeah, motherfuckers! Oh, I love that moment. What a moment. All right, Alonzo Mourning, all-time great. Happy birthday, Zoe. I love you so much. Big deal. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Tom Brady? Tom Brady on his podcast, I believe it was on Monday night. Let's go. That's his podcast. He he took a little bit of a shot here at the media, who he believes was always trying to uh, uh, form a wedge between him and Belichick. I think it's always such a stupid conversation to say, you know, Brady versus Belichick, because in my mind, that's not what partnerships are about. Coach couldn't play quarterback and I couldn't coach. And I think the best part about the best part about football is and the coach says it a lot, do your job. And he asked me to play quarterback. He didn't ask me to coach. And you know, I didn't want him playing quarterback. I just wanted him to coach. <laughs> I'd seen him throw, so he definitely wasn't playing quarterback. In my view, it was just people always trying to pull us apart. And I don't think we ever even felt that with each other. We never were trying to pull each other apart. We actually were always trying to go in the same direction. Yeah, I'm going not a big deal. But I do like how Brady is, you know, he's going to continue to be more and more open about things that took place in his career. Now, he did he did mention the other day he is not going to join Fox this weekend for the Super Bowl. He is not going to join Fox next year. He is going to join them for the 24 season. So Greg Olson, who's been getting rave reviews on that first team with Kevin Burkhart, is going to remain in the number one slot. Good for the former Miami Hurricane right there. Big deal or not a big deal. Sandy Alcantara, Marlins ace, 2022 Cy Young Award winner, does not currently have his Cy Young Award. He does not currently have the trophy. He had to give it back to Major League Baseball because MLB spelled valuable wrong. They spelled it valuable. V-A-L-U-B-L-E. Major League Baseball, what the hell is the matter with you? This is a big deal. Can, can can you can you get Sandy Alcantara back his godforsaken trophy? That's a big deal. So stupid. Big deal or not a big deal? How about Aaron Rodgers? Pat McAfee show. Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Live there from Radio Row yesterday in Arizona. The Pat McAfee show was there. Aaron Rodgers was not. He was, you know, Zoom via satellite, whatever they do these days. And here's Aaron Rodgers doing the thing he does, which is... Get attention. What's isolation, Richard? We're just going into a cave? Are you not going to talk? You're not going to speak one of those things? Yeah, is it just you in there? And if you're just in there alone, do you know how many days you're in there? Are you taking an iPad, a book? Are we able to reach you? It's it's four nights of uh, complete uh, darkness. What? You going to Alaska? Not Alaska, no. I've been to Alaska. That's a beautiful state. Are you locked in? Where is it? You're not locked in. No, you can can leave. If you you can't do it, you can just walk out the door. But it's... uh, it's a darkness retreat, wow. and I've had you know a number of friends who've done it and had some profound uh, experiences, and it's something that's been on my radar for a few years now, and I felt like it'd be awesome to do regardless of where I was leaning after this season, so it's been on the calendar for uh, months and months and months, and it's coming up uh, in a couple weeks. So you walk into a room for four days, or is it a cave? Where so is- it's, a, it's a room, it's a little house, yeah. And they just kind of black out the window, brrr, everything's dropped down. And then there's somebody like in there administering like sounds and what we're going through, options. Of there's, a, there's a two-way... Uh, mirror? No, like a 
like a little slot that they'll they'll drop in uh, some food for you, but it's uh, but it's it's uh, isolation and darkness. No, you know, no music, no nothing. Are they recording you and your actions? How many people are in there? Uh, just myself. Isolation. Oh. Holy shit! Yeah, that's, it'd be weird if you had some random stranger in a corner you couldn't see. <laughs> I thought it was a group. I thought it was like a group. We're trying to, That's trying, to battle, trying to battle for the toilet in the darkness with somebody. So you're, so they're the one. So is there a bathroom? or You wearing a diaper? I think you can. You for can real? wear. You can wear adult uh, diapers if you want, but there's actually a bathroom. Yeah. All right. Can, can we just be honest for a second? Now, now, overall, this is not a big deal because how does it affect anyone? But can we be honest for a second? Aaron Rodgers is an asshole. I mean, like, a darkness retreat? What the hell is that? We're just going to live in darkness for several days? We're going to think? We're going to be, uh, uh, we're going to be reborn? Like, what what the hell's going on there? A darkness retreat? And let me tell you something else. Aaron Rodgers, there is no chance he's retiring. Why is there no chance he's retiring? Because Aaron Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know who else is a first ballot Hall of Famer? Tom Brady. You think Aaron Rodgers is trying to go into the Hall of Fame the same year as Tom Brady and not get all that shine? Because Brady's going to get that shine. You feel like Aaron Rodgers is trying to be upstaged by Tom Brady? There is no chance that Aaron Rodgers retires this year. He's playing at least one more year because he is an egomaniac. He loves the attention being on him. A darkness retreat? You're an asshole. But it's not a big deal. And finally, I got one more for you here. Big deal or not a big deal? Last night on NXT, I love that toxic attraction. Gigi Dolan, JC Jane. Last night, mirroring the infamous Rockers split up on the barbershop. Last night, you had JC Jane. She super kicked Gigi Dolan. She she has betrayed her tag team part. I love those girls. I love that toxic attraction. I'm very sad to see them break up. I'm looking forward to the feud, though. That's a big deal. I'm very invested in toxic attraction. Those two girls are a super hot mess, and I can't take my eyes off them. And that right there is another addiction. Not an addiction, but an addition of big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Excellent job by everybody involved in this show today. Can we wake up tomorrow? Can I start a show tomorrow with two things? Can there be two things? One, the Heat beat the Indiana Pacers tonight. Two, Kyle Lowry is no longer on this team. Can we start our Thursday like that? Is that possible? Do I need to say a prayer to Hashem? I'm not going to do it yet. Do I have to? I'm not going to do it yet. Thanks to everyone involved in putting together a great show today. You all were wonderful. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. However you're listening to the show, I love you a long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie And right now, 
You got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.